Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, pull up your covers, shut off your lights, previously hopefully you brushed your teeth and washed and stuff, but after you're done with that, snuggle in and press play on this podcast and I'm going to carry you off into dreamland with a little tale that's supposed to distract you from overthinking or racing thoughts or whatever's keeping you up at night and worrying you. Older episodes can be found on our website, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com, or on iTunes. If you have any feedback, you can reach us at feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com, or on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. If you could do me a huge favor and let a friend or family member know, and pass the word along, and try to help somebody else that can't sleep at night. If this is working for you, let somebody know. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope to help you fall asleep tonight. Tonight we're back with another episode of After the Glass Slipper. If you haven't listened before, it's the tale of Cinderella after she became princess. Mostly we're following what's going on with her fairy godmother and her stepmother. Older episodes can be found at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper. I wonder what would happen if you googled after the glass slipper. I'm going to have to check that out too. When we last left off, stepmother, fairy godmother, and her sidekick Roland, former head of the princess's guard or king's guard or something, just defeated the big boss, the candy lord himself, Hansel, and his minions of taffy soldiers, and they've opened up the was it the forest called the woods woods of woe formerly the woods of worry and it opened up a new training route and it was one of cinderella's i think it was cinderella's last quest for them let's check in and see what's going on with our crew as our episode starts out the entire village is a twitter and a twitter doesn't mean on twitter it means like uh chitter chattering because the night before the king and the queen were defrenestrated. Defrenestrated? I don't know. I know somebody will correct me. Defrenestration. They were killed in an act of defrenestration, I guess would be the... The night before, the king and the queen were killed in an act of defrenestration, meaning they were thrown out of the window of the castle to their death. And their bodies were found with soap, bars of soap stuffed in their mouths. And since their discovery, talk of war with the city on the other side of the former woods of woe, Barun. Now, the prince suspects that Barun's spies have snuck in through the former woods of woe and killed his parents because of the threat of them emerging into their markets and taking over. The prince around with his along with his trusted advisors, have decided that they need to invade Barun to secure the port and secure themselves for safety, or else the prince could be next. And the prince is on his way over to the wizard's tower to talk to his wizard, the mistress Agatha, or as we know her, 
the stepmother. He knocks on the wizard's tower door. Mistress Agatha, Mistress Agatha. And Mistress Agatha opens him up and opens up the door and ushers him to the sitting room. He takes the seat and just on the other side of a tapestry, listening in is, of course, the fairy godmother and Roland and Mistress Agatha. My, my liege, my prince. She gets down on her knees. She's like, oh, what can I do with this time of heavy heart? I'm so sorry to hear of your parents' untimely demise and their, their murder. Well, Mr. Sagoth, I appreciate your kind words, but this is no time for pleasantries or heavy hearts. It's time to wield a heavy hand, a hand heavy with a sword, against those monsters in Baroon that have taken my parents' lives and plan to take all our lives, is what I believe. Agatha sits quietly for a second and thinks, Oh, well, yes, Prince Ace. Prince, I, re- I respect your your call to action, the memory of your father and dearest mother. How can you be sure that the people of Barun perpetrated this act, the kingdom of Barun? Well, I spoke with my advisors, and that's the only sensible thing. Like, no one from this kingdom, my mother and father would be loved, and so am I. I'm the most beloved prince currently in Princeton. Now I'd be king. No. So those outsiders from Baron, angry. And they looked at the opportunity where you defeated the boss of the Wood of Woe to send their spies right in and in and out in cover of darkness before we secured the forest for ourselves. Which, if I had known, if Cinderella didn't even inform me you were clearing out the Wood of Woe, I would have established a garrison on the road. But alas, it is only sensible, like, and they don't want to, they don't, they want to tax all our use of that port. They don't want to open the markets to free trade. Talk to the, the bit, the members of our kingdom. Overly concerned, they want to flood our market with cheap salts and, and such. The most telling thing is the, the soap in my parents' mouth. It was made in Barun, I believe. A sign of the domination. Well, actually, Prince, the, um, the soap was made by this former soap maker out in the valley. He um, is no longer with us, but I, I did hear that it was the uh, former royal soaps. I can't remember the name of it anymore, but, you know, there's some fancy soaps that only the king and queen... Uh, are you sure it's not some sort of uprising that you could quell among your people, like, Mrs. Agatha, you question my judgment, the judgment of my council, because you do not sit on my council. You merely serve at the discretion of the king. Oh, my prince, take no offense. My ignorant words, I'm merely a wizard woman, not worldly, not wise. So I, I give you my silence, dear king. Well, the reason I'm here, Mr. Sagatha, is you need to prepare for battle. For you will be at the head of my forces. So we go into Barun. And though the walls are known as the Walls of Woe, well, they were, but I mean, and now that Cinderella changed the woods of Woe to Woe, the Walls of Weeping, the Walls of Weeping Women. Because 
The women will weep when their men go to the walls and are killed or something. I don't know. The walls are weeping women anyway. Because no force has ever conquered those walls. But I know. With you at my side, Mistress Agatha, you, you could just knock down those walls with your wizard-like powers and we'll be in and no problem. Hmm, well, is that a definite... Well, okay, my prince, I'll need about a month or two. That's... Yes, my prince. If you just give me some time to formulate a plan, arrange for the proper magics. You know, I need some newts and some toe-eyed falcons and such. And dragons with tears. Once I gather those, take me a month or two, then we'll be right on invading part. No! Mr. Sagatha, you need to be ready now. We will strike when they least expect it. We'll invade them, and we will destroy them. You will be ready tomorrow, or when I call you. Oh, and by the way, Cinderella needs to see you about something or other. Uh, she prefers you in your matronly assistance form or something. Go, go see her. Good day. And with that, the prince stormed off. As soon as the prince stormed off, step the fairy got the fairy godmother and Roland came out of hiding. Stepmother turns and was like, "Oh, this is no good." Wish Cinderella would have told us that she was planning on launching a land war with this opening of the woods of well. This can Cinderella, the Cinderella I raised. Well, I guess I did raise her in a bed of cinders. Maybe she is. Blood-hungry. Blood? Isn't it bloodthirsty, ma'am? Wouldn't you be bloodthirsty as opposed to blood-hungry? Uh, Roland, silence. Well, what are we going to do about this, you two? We obviously... We don't have the wand. So I'm not leading any... Army... Against the walls of wo walls of weeping women... Oh, my. What do you two think? Well, I'm just worried about Cinderella, Mom. Uh, you think she'll be a weeping woman? Wait a second. Is the prince going to go over those walls of weeping? Would he be? No, the prince. The prince will be sitting back in his castle. At best, he'll be at the back of the, the army. He's not a... I doubt we'll get him killed, Roland. I'm sorry. You know, fair godmother, what do you think? Well, it truly is no good, and I was just wondering, Cinderella's been, with the opening of the woods, whoa, did she really want free commerce, or did she have a plan, or is this an unintended consequence? I would love to speak to dear Cinderella, and just comfort her, she must be worried about her people, and, and her prince, this beautiful prince, he... He smelled of lilacs and lavender and a bit of spices of old. Anyway, fair godmother, come on. Normally, I would, we could talk to Cinderella. I mean, when I would deal with my husbands or gentlemen callers, just withhold sex for a while and then be like, okay. Well, we won't be sleeping together, dear, unless you think about my opinion. You know, I just think we should wait a little while to invade Barun. 
If you want to do it in a hurry, go ahead, but... You no longer share my bed. You'll need to sleep somewhere else with the dogs or the pigs or whatever. Depending on, you know, the various places I've lived these past years. Well, 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 what are we going to do? Agatha, it's me, Penelope. Um, I'm thinking. Now, you would need to trust me in this, but I think I have a plan. Your sexy talk is... And the, I'm thinking of the prince. You know, I, I have an idea, but you'd have to trust me. I, I need to go see Cinderella myself. Trust you, you trusting-faced, kindly-looking woman. I'd never trust... Well, I did use you as bait in the last uh, battle with the... You thought that I was bait? Yeah, so you were supposed to stand on the bridge and attract the big boss and his minions, and then I blew up the bridge. Well, I thought I blew up the bridge with my new wand and my new powers. No, I told you that to trick you. But I could use you. I knew it, it, the plan would work, or I was relatively, relatively sure that I'd be able to blow up the bridge, and the minions and the big boss would be on the bridge, and then it would go down. And I had you and Roland strapped in quite nicely. I figured you'd be safe. The big boss is dead, and his minions are gone. So, wow, you really are a monster. But, so now you owe me trust, I guess, so I'll go see Cinderella. Well, I guess I do. You know, we're sounding so similar, is it because we spend so much time together? As the stepmother, I, I must say, why don't you go and see Cinderella? So Fairy Godmother goes off to see Cinderella. And as as we've covered in previous episodes, Cinderella... You know, used to think the fairy godmother and stepmother, when she was just a cinder girl, that they were separate people. But since she went to the castle, the stepmother tricked her into thinking that she was both the stepmother and the fairy godmother. And because she was a wizard, the stepmother, that she could appear in either form. And the fairy godmother has done none to dissuade that lie. But So she goes up to the, goes to the castle princess's wing or whatever you want to call it knock 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 I'm here to see the princess says Cinderella have a seat I'd never know why you come in in one garb or the other to see me but I'm not pleased at all with my husband he's boggled up all my plans I'd opened the woods of woe I'd already made deals with most of the merchants of Barun, which would create job opportunities, new markets, lower prices. Of course, you know, we were going to levy some import and export taxes for some of my social programs. And then now the prince's parents were killed. And the soap to me is a clear sign it's not a... It's an inside job. Princess... Parents were killed by the king and queen. Rest their souls. King is just a lower lord anyway, the last. Uh, only available. Anyway, they were nice folks anyway. Okay. You know, they were obviously killed by their people. Rich or poor. Now, starting this talk of war. It could, it could have been a setup for, you know, some of these 
well-to-do types to start this war. I mean, they sell their weapons and such. I don't know. But anyway, this is all nonsense, and the prince is mucking my plans up, and I'm not too pleased about it. And I'm not sure even what to do. He starts this war. People will be killed. It's the wall, wall, wall of wailing women. I mean, think of renaming it the Wall of Wishes Wasted. You know, all the dreams. Dreams dashed. The dreams dashed, but there's no D of wall. The diameter of the D. I don't know. The Wall of Dreams dashed. The dangers, dreams. Dangers of dreams dashed. Ah, maybe I'll write that a poem. Anyway, dear step-fairy godmother, Mr. Sagatha. I'm at a loss of what to do to stop this war, uh, Prince. He was, well, that's what I was thinking, my dear. Have a seat. Are you still keeping your tides and moon calendar about the changes in your body monthly, as I've taught you? Ah, oh, yes, I've, I have. I, I, it's become habitual, so I do it every morning. Keep track of how my body is, is, you know, the cycles you taught me about. Yes, I do. It's a, it's a monthly habit, so I keep track on, on my calendar every month. And where are you in the cycles? Is your moon full? Or are the, is your moon close to full? Or is it far from full? It is far from full right now, so it is a time when I'm not able to bear a child, most most likely, right? All right, so I've taught you to avoid. I've taught you to avoid sleeping with the prince, correct? And using proper precautions, but lately I've just said stay away from him. Yes, you know I've desired the prince, but you've kept up on all these tasks I've given you, so I've not sexed the prince, or. Made love, as the proper folks call it. And, you know, I have desires within me, but you have taught me to quell those as well. Well, dear, what would you say to going a few rounds with the prince and seeing if you can't flood his mind or relieve him? Maybe his aggression is a part of his frustration, if you know. You know, as the prince come on to you, he, he's kind of given up, you're right, so maybe... Maybe a little play with the prince. The little prince. I don't know. You know, it changes the men, I'm, I'm told. Makes them more malleable. So maybe if you spend some time with the prince, just go ahead and see, okay? And then I'll come meet with you soon. Well, I... I and, and maybe you could even go out on the road. You know, don't go into Palm's way, but if he takes us out on the road to Barun, you know... Even out on the road. You know, keep him entertained a bit. You know, make sure he, you are his princess, his queen. He's going to want a, a son soon. So why don't you give him the illusion you're ready to bear one. That this is the time, even though it's the new one. Oh, you are so wise. I will do that, okay? And good day. And thank you so for coming, stepmother. I'm sorry that... I've always had such harsh words for you and my confusion still to trust you in this form or that form or neither. But I think my heart has grown fond of you as a whole and I see you as a warrior now and one that deserves my kindness and honesty. So here, let me hug you.
Oh, okay. And be off now. Okay. Good day. So the fairy godmother goes off and goes back to the wizard's tower. She gets back she gets back to the wizard's tower. Agatha and Roland are waiting for her. And then she comes in, she goes, Okay, okay. How'd it go? How'd it go? How'd it go? Is Cinderella okay? Is she, everything okay? Roland, you'll need to leave us alone. You need to speak to to Agatha. Woman to woman. Okay, okay, okay. Roland, it'd probably be best if you go prepare your armor and stuff for... Okay, okay, Mr. Spinelope. Okay. Uh, 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 I'll do so. Mr. Spinelope, how did it go with Cinderella? Well, it went quite nice, thank you for asking, Agatha. Agatha, she sends her hugs and love to us both as one. Well, I've been here picking my brain, I'll be honest. Trying to come... Now, the only thing I can think of is you trying to sneak your wand out, but I know Cinderella has hidden it because I tried to break into her room a few times, but... No, no. It's like, she's going to get a wand, or is she going to... I couldn't figure out what's your plan. Oh, you didn't figure out my plan, did you? Agatha, you're not the only one who understands the sex... The sexy time, so let's talk about sex. Baby. What the? Have you been turned into a tart while I was gone? No, no, no. Here's what I... I here's the plan. It's, it's pr quite simple. Is I'm encouraging Cinderella to have sex with the prince. You see, this is her time of the month when her, her body is unprepared or unripe as a nastier person might put it. The chances of her bearing a child are low to almost nothing. I've been keeping quite... We've both been keeping quite good track of this. And so, she will be having sex with the prince or making love, whatever you want to term it. Okay, I'm with you there. And then withhold it? Uh, uh, that's not a... No, no, no. How you forget, even though the chances... If you make it into... The Archimedes or one of those, I don't know, one of those people that use those abacuses or whatever might say, the percentage is low, but it's not nil. Okay. So there is a chance, a devastatingly dangerous chance, she could get pregnant, though it's unlikely. And the fairy world has no choice but to respond as if I've failed them and make that chance nil. Oh, okay, so what are you saying? So they won't take half measures. Something is coming, some sort of response, and you know the... I don't believe still they have the power to kill the prince or the princess. I mean, they might kill us. I, I doubt it, but it's coming. Right now, she might be making sweet love to the prince and the fairy universes, crafting a response as if I've failed at my job. So I've put my wand on the line for you once again, for all of us. Wow, that plan is brilliant. I mean, would it, as long as they don't send like some sort of parasite that just kills the three of us and... You know, renders the prince inviral or something. 
Yes, I know. I've thought of that, but really, I mean, if we charge up to the walls of dreams dashed or the whatever the wailing weeping or whatever the you know the prince is he's no general most of his soldiers are fat and tired he's gonna cost many men's their lives he, he may the empire may fall i guess maybe i should do it because but i love cinderella so and i i don't want the prince hurt at all either i mean physically so as much as I distaste him making love to Cinderella, I must do what's best for her and for us. I mean, we could be killed just as easily, and then who's going to watch over Cinderella, not the three of us, and do her bidding? Wow, I really respect you, Penelope. It's brilliant. So now we just wait. Roland, you can come in now. Oh, yes, dears, what were you discussing there about Cinderella? I, I couldn't quite hear it. Oh, Roland, something terrible's going to happen soon. So we just need to sit around the tower and wait for it to happen and be prepared for anything. So, you know, put on your armor and such. I guess it's like, I think I have a, a little bit of another plan, Penelope, if you don't mind me. Because what if I, I have an idea that they might also try to get us or do something to us. Some of it. Oh, yes, yes, you just whisper in my ear. We don't need Roland blowing it. All right, Mrs. E, don't tell me the plan. And so they sit in the tower and they craft the rest of the plan. And they wait, and they wait, and they wait. A day and a night go by, and then the next morning, the bells of the town, bells of the city are ringing out. Bong, bong, from the castle or somewhere. And there's a knock at the door. It's a representative of the king at the door of the wizard's tower. He tells Agatha, Be prepared to head out to battle when the sun is at its apex. The king expects all to be gathered. All townsfolk and all soldiers to leave for war and this town will see, the city will see us off. Well, that's dumb to get us out at the sun's apex. That's the hottest part of the day. Comes from the orders of the soon-to-be coronated king. He'll be coronated and then we'll head off into battle. All right, then, we'll prepare. So they go to prepare, and, you know, they go outside, and they, they put they get in a wagon. And they're all sitting up on this wagon. They got a couple horses, and they get directed to towards the front of the gathered soldiers, and they put their wagon up at the front of the gathered, the gathered soldiers. They're just kind of sitting up there in the wagon that... They're sitting up there in the wagon, not doing anything, and then there's a big stage on the side, and there's soldiers gathered, and then all around. Soldiers are the town, city folk. And the king's up there, and the head of the city's church, or the state church, or whatever, whoever gives official coronations of king's up there, and they coronate him. Kind of not, you know, Cinderella's there, and she's coronated as queen. Nothing too, you know, just a little bit of pomp whole lot of circumstance. I don't know, a whole lot of... Just kind of dull. I mean, everyone's sitting there sweating. It's high noon. It's getting, and then suddenly it's, it's, it's unseasonably hot. So not only did he pick noon, but he picked, with his bad luck, just a hot day. It's getting hot. Everybody's sweating. A couple of the older soldiers faint and have to get revived. Like King... Uh, 
After he puts, gets a crown, he calls for silence. He makes this speech, which I won't bother quoting too much. He says, oh, my people, my people, thank you for honoring me. And your honor is my, I carry a fourth. My dear people, thank you for your applause. And your talk of war and the killing of my parents by the evil town baron. Don't worry, soon we will quell them. And the walls of woe, weeping, women, dreams dashed. You know, I plan on making a prince the belly of my bride, my sweet queen, who even glows at this moment with her tender neck and the crook of her sweet, sweet elbows. And Cinderella makes a, you know, tells him to. My head is filled with, I don't even know what this word means, but I want to say lugubrious, 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 because that's how I feel, I think. But know that I only go to battle so that we remain the best, and for the best of us to have the best. We would take this town, we would tell the people what to do, we will make sure they aren't taxing our goods. And we'll just take their goods and do what we wish. Well, maybe we'll, you know, maybe some people have to get put out of business or put in jail. But as such, my people, don't worry. I will return in glory. Soldiers may be lost. Yes, you. The fainters will be first. It'll be lost, probably. What's that? The sun's. Getting dim, as I said to meet at the uh, height of day. Why is the sun getting him? And he's right, all of a sudden the sun's kind of dimming, almost like a. There's uh, like a. It's almost like there's a sudden eclipse. And none of us were paying attention because we were paying attention to the, the new king and the coronation. But if we were paying attention, we would have seen something slowly creep over the horizon like a new moon. And then slowly going through the sun, but it's, it's actually going slower, I mean, faster. You know, those of us who have seen an eclipse, the sun kind of moves slow across the sky. This thing's moving. So it blocks the sun, the sun goes out, and then it comes back in. And hopefully no one was looking at the wrong moment when, you know, you could get your eyeballs burned. But then they realize it's like a giant, it's a giant hunk of earth with a volcano on it. It was a... It's like, what the heck is that thing? And and Cinderella's like, well, that looks like, that's odd. That's a floating volcano. It's like it was torn up out of the earth and it's just floating. Prince is like, what evil, what evil is that? Hey, is that some wit, wizard, my witch? What is that? Is that? Did you call that for us? And she just sits. Agatha just sits. They're just sitting in there. Um, they're sitting in their carriage or whatever, staring straight ahead or whatever I called it earlier or whatever. Yeah, they're just sitting there staring. She doesn't respond. She's just staring straight ahead, her rolling, the stepmother. And then the volcano slowly goes overhead. And it's pretty high up, so, you know, it's not close, but it's definitely the time you can feel a sizzle in the air. And you can see lava floating down the sides and... It's obviously some sort of magic that tore it out of the earth and made it fly because it looks like 
you know, it got scooped up by an ice cream scooper from underneath the earth. So it's got some underground, you know, then the flat part, and then the volcano part. It just floats out. It's floating over there. And the prince is like, all right, move along. What is this act of volcanic flying? Wow, you someone shoot an arrow up there. My lord, we can't shoot. That's about a... That's a quite a far way in the sky, my lord. We couldn't sh- possibly... We don't have anything that shoots that high. It, it, it looks closer than it is, lord, but if that was actually close, it's bigger than... The, you know, it's the deception of the... Dis- Someone have that man killed. Anyway, we need to get... Ki- which, which, respond to me. And all of a sudden, like, feel like the earth air shudders. Like, because the, the volcano's probably shuddering. And then, you just hear, like, a, like almost like a giant spitting a seed or something. And you see, just a tiny, tiny sliver of lava shoots out of the top. Goes straight for the carriage containing Agatha, Roland, and the stepmother. Goes right or Roland, right... Right into Roland's head. Vaporizes the entire carriage. Now, of course, everyone's in shock. Even you, dear listeners, might be in shock. Well, I mean, most of the townspeople are in shock. The king's in shock. Cinderella's kind of in shock. But if you're a regular listener, you're you're like, come on, what's the angle? And yeah, there's an angle. It was decoy. So, you know, somewhere off to the side, Roland and... Stepmother, Agatha, hiding. Probably dressed. I guess if it was like a... If it was probably dressed as regular... No, they wouldn't be dressed. The dressed as towns... Over with the townspeople, dressed as townspeople. Not farther from the stage are Roland, Agatha, and Penelope. The soldiers are kind of nervous. All right. You know, move along, Volcano. You had my... You took my witch. Then there's another shudder of the air. And another, and about four or five more little slivers of lava shoot out and take out about 15 soldiers, just vaporize them or melt them. That's quite gross on top of being sudden and absolute. So the soldiers are starting to panic, but they got nowhere to go. Uh, the king, king and the, you know, the higher, what do you call them, generals types. The knights and the... These are the foot soldiers that are getting killed. The knights and such, they're all... Oh, stand down, stand down. And the people are starting to panic. Oh, what's that? This is Baroon. Baroon. Cinderella's starting to roll her eyes. And she's like, oh, God. Like, what is this? And uh, even Agatha kind of leans into Penelope. She's like, well, this is quite a response. You know, what next? Penelope goes, don't worry. Cinderella will know what to do. Trust us. And then, you know, the prince or the king is just like, Ah, be gone, volcano. Open the gates. We'll storm. You can't move as fast as us, volcano. We'll outrun you to the gates of Barun. And then people are like, well, what if Barun's the one that sent the volcano? You know, this is, this is no good. Barun's sending a volcano. Gets us, must have some, they must have quite a powerful wizard. And then <laughs> more knights and soldiers. I mean, the army's slowly getting taken out. The volcano's just shooting. Taking people out little by little with little 
almost like you'd imagine lasers in modern day. You, know, you get hit by a stream of lava, and you get two things are going to happen. One, because it's a warm day, because it's noon, the lava's staying hot and not solidifying. So when it hits the person, it's traveling directly through them, melting them, taking them in the lava, and then, you know, either just knocking a little bit of a hole in the ground below it. We happen to be on very thick pave pavers, so, you know, melting through the pavers. A little bit cooler out, volcano's a little bit higher, depending on the jet stream. You're going to be hit by a giant rock, lava rock, hot probably still, which will smash you and burn you. So either way, you're going to get hit by a get hit by a hot lava rock and that'll destroy. Not a pleasant way to go either. But right now people are just getting vaporized and panic and now panic the king's like, "I don't panic, everyone charge." And then as people leave as soldiers try to charge, they get vaporized. Pretty soon the whole army's devastated. Pretty soon the whole army is decimated, dead, vaporized, melted. Stinks like high heaven, like burned flesh and and lava. A couple of people have been injured by little splat lava splashes or melted metal splashes. Prince is kind of still sticking to his. Be off, be off. We all right, Baroon. All right, we will not invade you now that I have no army. You have your way, Baroon. We will step down. We will. We will go back on we won't go back on our word. We will work with you as equal trade partners. You hear me, Baroon? Baroon Then a couple more shutters and some lava lands by the prince, but you know, doesn't hit him. Just kinda of threatens him. The prince's like You people of my town, you this thing this thing is not listening to me. You must gather up your Fallen comrades, melted swords that don't... Uh, I guess they're all melted, dog. Gather some kind of weapons and we got of our own. We got to... We got to do... And the people of the town... Uh, finally, Cinderella says, Halt! Halt, all of you. My prince... Lava, volcano in the sky... King... You need to listen up. Because this is all your fault, my liege. You could have just let the Woods of Woe open a perfectly good... You you had to go. We had the Woods of Woe open. We had a new trading path. You had to go and muck it all up. And now you've angered. You go and declare war on a town that has a volcano weapon. Wouldn't have you... Shouldn't have you done some research at least, Prince... Shouldn't you have done some research before deciding to invade a town? Wouldn't you think if they had the walls of wailing women? Oh, you are no king, and you will never bear prince with me. I will never, from ten minutes ago forward, sleep with you again. My king, you are my king no longer. You are my husband in name only, and I will carve that name from my face or my heart or wherever it's permanently, you know, figuratively placed, because you disgust me. 
You're no king and you were no prince. And your father was a lower lord that just happened to be... Anyway, I'm ashamed to call you my husband. These people should be ashamed to call you king. And then people start throwing stuff at him. Now, luckily for him, he still has his bodyguards, which aren't soldiers. He still has his bodyguards, which aren't soldiers. So they gather around him and they're deflecting the oranges and rocks. Cinderella says, you make me sick. And as all this interpersonal drama folds out, what we don't notice is that the volcano's been slowly creeping back until it blocks out the sun again. And the people are, ooh, and it's still blocking. You know, it's moving. It's backing away, backing away, backing away. But when the lights were out, the prince has drawn a dagger. And as the sun comes back, he's got the dagger to Cinderella's throat. You, you, you were supposed to support me. You were nothing but a cinder girl with a glass slipper. You, you fooled it. You tricked your way into my bed, you monster with your glass slippers. Well, you should know something. I had your glass slipper melted down and made into this knife just in case you ever crossed me. Because all women have crossed me. You and my mother included. And now you bring, I know this is you trying to take this from me. You sinner girl. I'm going to take your life because you won't take this crown from my head even though you have your own crown, which says you're queen. I am king and you are nothing. And goes, he's like, looks like he's going to cut the throat. At the same time, the body, I mean, the town is in shock. The volcano's kind of going off the distance, you're kind of missing with this personal drama, it's kind of cool because, you know, how often have you seen a floating volcano with the smoke and the lava bubbling out of the top of it and such floating off in the distance, but it's beside the point. He holds the thing to his throat and all of a sudden rolling in a somersault ball towards him is the fairy godmother. She takes him out that she kicks him in the stomach. She says, cut my throat, you dirty, dirty man. She steps between, she puts her body, her sizable body between Cinderella and the prince, and the prince jumps up and dusts himself off. He says, I'll cut you. And then Roland runs to her side with his sword and pretends like he's going to draw his sword to protect Cinderella and Cinderella says, I'd rather kiss this common soldier than kiss your face, you nasty king. And she kisses Roland. And Roland, of course, faints. Prince is shaking with rage, and he holds the knife towards fairy godmother's neck. She says, Prince, take me for punishment, and I will serve you sexually. And as a servant for all life, if you spare Cinderella... You could treat me as you wish. As a strange mother you love, or as a victim, but you will not hurt Cinderella. I tell you that. You could take my life, but you could take me with you, or you could kill me. I don't I don't know, but leave Cinderella be. Cinderella's kind of taken aback by the bravery of the fairy godmother, and her heart starts to kind of, melt the suspicion and the anger she always had towards the stepmother until she sees a little movement out of the corner of her eye and then she sees the stepmother looking on 
in shock. And then she looks at the fairy godmother. She looks at the stepmother. And then the prince sees it, sees her looking over her. Hey, Mistress Agatha, why do you watch? I thought you were burned to a crisp with your your chariot or whatever you were in that stagecoach or whatever. I need you to destroy these people. Nagatha shakes you. Prince, you are not worthy of me as your mistress or your wizardress. These are my people. This brave, puffy woman and this dunce-like soldier who would give their life to protect a girl that I had in cinders. Cinderella's like, Despite all the drama, she's like, what the, f-? you know, these mother, f- they, they were two separate women. Uh, she's pissed. Prince is pissed. And Prince is like, uh, Prince feels like everything, everybody's turned on him, but his bodyguards are still loyal. And they're massive, efficient, and the reserve soldiers have been called in. And they're que- the reserve soldiers have been called in. They're quelling the, any disruptions in the crowd. The prince says, well, then, you've all chosen your fate. Lock them in the wizard's tower. And lock them from the outside, you know what I mean. Lock them up. And I'll decide what to do with them. Probably we'll burn the cinder, the cinder girl and her cinder family down in the tower of the wizard. Is there any explosives in there, by the way? Would you tell me that if there were? Anyway, lock them up and throw away... The key, but don't throw it. Give it to me. And you, townspeople, you will all suffer the same fate. Well, if you don't look, yeah, you'll suffer the same fate if you don't learn that I'm king. That's one of those type bodyguards escort Cinderella, the queen. Well, and I don't know if she's former queen. I don't know what legal proceedings they have to go through. They escort her. Roland, fairy godmother, and the stepmother, who now have some explaining to do, into the wizard's tower, and they lock him up. Then they quell any, like I said, well, they can't quell twice. You can't just quell twice. The townspeople, you know, he's like, go back to your homes. The king goes back to the castle to regroup. That's where we're going to leave it off tonight with... Quite some drama. I mean, King wanted to invade a foreign town named Barun. And, wow. I mean, there was sex. There was violence. There was volcanoes. This was quite a quite a night. And thank you so much for listening. I hope it wasn't so exciting. That's it. So, hope you get a good night's sleep. Good night.